Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. On this lovely Friday morning. Yes, beautiful. Yes, beautiful. Sun is out, the birds are singing. It's almost the weekend. It's chilly. It's fabulous. Fall is in the air. I know, our trees look gorgeous. Yeah. It just finally hit its peak around here. Yeah, it has. Yeah. You All know right. what else is gorgeous? What? You. Aw. Yeah. Um, on the Disney Parks blog, they are celebrating collaboration, uh, the sweet life of Mars Wrigley at Disney Parks. This is um, basically an advertisement for uh, Mars. That's right, which <laughs> is now the official sponsor of the Main Street Confectionery mm -hmm. uh, on Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom. They are also the candy providers for the After Hours Boo Bash. Um, and, uh, you know, it's all about synergy. Uh, they also provide candy at their signature sponsor at the Oogie Boogie Bash out in Disneyland, California, uh, where they provide M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, and Starbursts, as well as many more. Um, I don't know. It's a good partnership. I think it's a good synergy. For years, Disney had tried to do like their own version of candies, mm -hmm. and I didn't really like them. Yeah. So it's nice to see some synergy in there. But it's funny that they're talking about Wrigley as a company, but they don't allow gum in the parks, nor do oh, they sell that's gum. True. Well, not that they don't allow it. They don't sell gum right. in the parks. Right. All right. One of our favorite features on the Disney Parks blog is um, Disney Paper Parks. That's right. They now have a new edition of the Disney Paper Parks Happy Haunts Part 5. Uh, and this is a 3D printable activity of the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland Park. So uh, if you're into the paper parks, go ahead and get it. Uh, this is the fifth part in the Happy Haunts uh, edition. I would love to hear from anyone who has actually done one of these. If anyone has done maybe we should look it up on YouTube because I doubt our listeners have done it. Right? Yeah, they're people of class. I don't know if they've <laughs> uh, taken the time to do that. Um, Hollywood Studios is celebrating the 50th anniversary, and they have some special ways that they're doing that. That's right. What uh, We talked about how I believe Epcot was celebrating was the last big story. I'm sure we're going to go through each of the parks. Yeah. So, you know, Hollywood Studios, even though they've only been around uh, for half of those 50 years, uh, they are celebrating the 50th as well. Uh, a bunch of special drinks, a bunch of special food. Uh, my favorite, the Hollywood Brown Derby has a filet mignon with Walt's hash topped with an egg. Just like Walt liked it. Sounds good. Um, did you look at any of these items here? No. Okay. Uh, a lot of glimmer and shimmer, uh, glimmer and shimmer blondies, glimmer and shimmer funnel cakes. Uh, you know, they've got the special iridescent uh, shimmers on them. Glimmer and shimmer churros. <laughs> which everyone needs. <laughs> Pretty much they just put some sparkle on everything they already had. That's right. Make everything shine a little brighter. Um, also, you know, the uh, statues... The Fab 50, the golden golden statues around the park, uh, are there. And, of course, uh, they have some iridescent magic balloons. Um, so if you're in the Hollywood Studios, you can look for some of these special items, and you can get more information by going to the Disney Parks blog. Okay. What's going on in Disneyland? Uh, what is going on in Disneyland? Um, the themed Christmas decorations are being installed at Pacific Wharf and Grizzly Peak. That's right. Slowly but surely... Uh, the Christmas holidays are finding their way into the parks, even though we're still a week, well, less than a week from Halloween. Um, but they have started installing decorations at Pacific Wharf. They have strung lights from the rooftop. And over in, let's see, um, 
Pacific Wharf Cafe has garland and roll, which is festooned with rolls and sour bread. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and the three entrance, the three restaurants all have garland above their entrances. All right. How about at Grizzly Peak? What are they doing there? And over at Grizzly Peak, oh, the fortune cookie uh, has uh, Chinese takeout boxes decorated <laughs> for Christmas. Um, my goodness, this story goes on forever and I can't scroll fast enough. Over at Grizzly Peak. Uh, they've started decorating a lot of the trees. They've got skis in the trees. Okay. Uh, and what would you call them? Bows? Well, that's not a bows tree. That's, a, that's their light post. That is a light post. Yeah. Um, but they have also strung lights from the pine trees. They're boughs of holly, not boughs. boughs of holly. Yeah. Okay. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, they're decorating some things. Um, Orange County is going to let the COVID-19 state of emergency executive order expire, or it has, I guess, by the time you're listening to this. It has, exactly. So this is a big deal. Uh, Orange County mayor, and this is Florida we're talking about now. Which is kind of amazing that he ever had any kind of order in place. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually he just doesn't even care. Right. Um, But Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings has announced that the executive order has expired. Um, What does that mean? That means that there will no longer be a mask mandate um, indoors. He had asked everyone to wear their masks indoors. Uh, This is now the 17th straight day of a COVID positivity rate under 5%. And uh, so he's the mayor. News. So he was on top of things. He liked things. He's he was always. The, it was the governor who was a correct. hot mess. It was governor right? DeSantis. Okay. That, uh, that is uh, nasty. <laughs> um, there's no word yet on what Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando are going to do as far as their mask uh, mandates go inside the parks. I hope they get rid of them, but I'll still wear it indoors. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that they make you put it on. You know, if you're like in a line and you're kind of right. like inside outside, I would like to be able to wear it when I feel like I need to be wearing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, There was quite a little event at It's a Small World um, as someone uh, jumped into the water to retrieve their phone. That's right. He did not jump out of a boat, though. He jumped out of the queue to retrieve a lost cell phone just before the load area. He still jumped in the water. (laughs) Yeah, that's a uh, knucklehead move if I've ever heard one. Yeah. 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 You you think he's going to get banned from the park? I mean, I don't think it was malicious. No, I don't think so. I think it's stupidity. And it really wasn't as bad as if he had been in a boat because, like, it's not like other people, like, you know, it's like tipping the boat or, you know. Right. There's mechanics that could, something could happen to you. But Mm -hmm. still, it was in a a pretty tight space between, like, the railings and the wall. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it wasn't a ton of room. I'm mm. wondering how he got back up. Slowly? I just, like, is there room to, like, bend your knees to, like, climb back up? It was, like I said, it was pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, the Magic Kingdom was testing fireworks last night. That's right. October 28th, between 11 and midnight. Uh, they are testing Disney Enchantment. I'm sorry. Disney Enchantment took place at nine, 8. Uh, and they were testing Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks ahead of the Disney Very Merriest After Hours party next month. Cool. So if you're in the area, you get an extra fireworks show. That's fun. Yeah. Um, So they've started up these character sightings. Um, Cinderella, Elena, Rapunzel, and Tiana were um, back at Princess Fairytale Hall. That's right. You know who else is back? Who? Mickey. Oh, good. Yeah. Mickey has returned uh, to the uh, Town Square Theater. And you know what he's wearing? Iridescent outfit. His iridescent outfit, which has... What? Glimmer and shimmer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. And a lot of top hats in the area. He looks very snazzy. He does. Well, nice to see the character yeah, sightings it's, coming it's, back. It's good that they're coming back. Um, the Harmonious soundtrack album, You Are the Magic, will be coming October 29th. That's right. Uh, be released on Walt Disney Records. 
Uh, so if you enjoy this show, it contains 10 tracks and is 23 minutes and 10 seconds long. Additionally, the single to You Are the Magic will be released, um, and that is sung by Philip Lawrence and Kayla Alvarez. Exciting. Yeah. I will not buy that soundtrack. Wow. I actually have the Millennium Celebration soundtrack because I enjoyed that so much. Okay. So moving to Epcot, there were also character sightings set up there. That's right. Uh, Mulan has been seen in the China Pavilion. And uh, you can queue up with her, but of course you have to remain physically distanced. And they do have a couple of poles separating, uh, well, stanchions like those uh, little retractable ones you see in your bank. Yeah, just to give you an idea of where you should stand. Right. So nice to see her back. Uh, I'm sure the other princesses will be around the park in Epcot as well, but there was no mention of them in this story. Yeah, they're all coming back. Railings have been added to the courtyard outside of Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. This is outside the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. And um, this is the railing area is around where the Xandarian starship or spaceship is going to be. Oh, it's going to be so cool. So uh, that is very cool news. Um, They had the scooters for Colette and Chef Skinner Mm -hmm. in the France Pavilion area. Um, And it looks like... um, Chef Skinner's red scooter is no longer there, only Colette's. Yeah, that's uh, an interesting story. I hope no one stole it. I know. Uh, I mean, no, somebody probably like tried to jump on it and do things to it, and something probably broke, and mm-hmm. they took it off to be fixed. Uh, yeah, funny that they left Colette's, though. Well, It's I mean, a shame. And then this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, They have added more candlelight processional dining packages, um, which is good because as of yesterday, they were all sold out. That's right. So exciting news. Uh, If you are interested in getting a dining package, they are available at the Beer Garden, Rosen Crown Dining Room, the Coral Reef Restaurant, and the Garden Grill Restaurant. All right. That's a good show. It is. I think you can still get in without the... um, That's right. They just, they have special seating. They do, but in a... It may be even more limited. I wonder if they're, like, letting less people in the theater. Because mm-hmm. you tend to pack them pretty tight in there. They do. So. But you can queue up for a seat uh, if you're not in the special dining section. Right. All right. Let's move over to Hollywood Studios. Okay. Minnie's holiday dine dates have been announced for Hollywood and Vine. All right. And what is that? Um, it's a holiday-themed dinner party um, where Minnie Mouse is featured. And it the, uh, the tickets will be uh, available starting November 4th. And it will continue that the, what are you doing? The um, dinner will continue until January 3rd. Okay. And then after that, it's not available anymore. Okay. Good. And Minnie and characters are dressed in their holiday finest. Yes, they are. So at least Mickey and Goofy are there. I'm not sure who else. Don't go there looking for Disney Junior characters. Right. Yeah, not going to be there at that time. Right. The general bookings have opened for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, and that seems to be leading to some long wait times if you want to try to call and make a reservation. There have been four and a half, five-hour wait times today on the phones. Um, So this is big. We know they're opening in March of 2022. Um, All March 22 voyages are sold out, um, but April, May, and June currently have availability. Of course, that's as we're talking about this story. Who knows what today brought? Um, We'll have to check availability tomorrow. Um, do you know, uh, so are you going to consider this a ship since it's kind of a, a spaceship mm-hmm. or are you going to consider it a resort? See, so, you know, I refer to this as a boutique resort. 
I mean, it is a boutique resort. Even though you're supposed to play along with the game that you're going on a voyage on a starship. Yeah. And it's mostly like a cruise ship, really. Do you know, so let's, if this is a resort, do you know what number resort this is that is under the Disney brand? Well, I'm going to guess. I mean, I don't know. Well, under the Disney brand. So then you're still talking about things that are outside of like Orlando. So you could be talking about Disneyland or. No, no, no. Just uh, just in Walt Disney World. Oh, in Walt Disney World. I'm going to say the 32nd. Wow. You are good. Is it really? It is the 32nd uh, resort property. Wow. And that includes deluxe, moderate, value, and Disney vacation That was such a good guess. You were good. There is a new spooky bat at Disney's uh, Riviera Resort. It's a new Halloween treat. That's right. At Primo Piatto. It is a spooky bat for the Halloween season. It costs $6.99. I just, I really like the look of this. It's so cute. It's a little blob of chocolate with bat wings and uh, two bat teeth and bat eyes with little sugar eyeballs served on like a chocolate cake. Um, It must be like a mousse. Yeah, yeah, it's a chocolate mousse filled uh, (laughs) chocolate. It just, it looks like really good. It does look good and it's cute and it's not that expensive. I want to go buy one, but I don't want to eat it. It's so cute. (laughs) I don't know about that. I'll eat it. Okay. Lizette Alexis um, has been cast as the star of National Treasure, the new Disney Plus series. That's right. It was mentioned, uh, God, last year, I believe, uh, that they were going to be bringing a National Treasure series to Disney Plus and that the lead would be a Latina female. uh, And that is what Lizette Alexis is. Uh, The series is going to follow Jess, a dreamer and brilliant mind who loves to solve mysteries as she uncovers the truth about her family and attempts to save a lost Pan-American treasure. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer of the original series, is going to executive produce the series. Um, There's no word as to how Nicolas Cage's character will tie into into this show. Is she his daughter? Is she a relative? Is it a completely new family? Is he going to somehow hand it off? We don't know at this point. So exciting news to look forward to in 2022, 2023. Yeah. Another thing to look forward to, but much sooner, is uh, the Hawkeye series, which is debuting November 24th. That's right. They've released another new trailer. uh, And this trailer highlights Kate Bishop, who is the uh, new, she will be the new Hawkeye by the time things end. Um, and she is his younger uh, replacement. So uh, that's exciting, and it is posted out on our group page if you want to check it out. Great. You know what else was released yesterday? What? Uh, A trailer for Lightyear. Oh, yeah, that looks really cute. You made me watch it. A trailer and a poster. Um, Lightyear is coming to theaters on June 17th of next year, and it is the story of Buzz Lightyear, but not the toy. Okay. It is the actual... Buzz Lightyear. That the toy would have been based on. That the toy would have been based on. That is correct. Okay. And Buzz Lightyear in the movie is uh, voiced by uh, Chris Evans, who we know as Captain America. Which you cannot tell from the trailer. No, because he only says two words. There are like no words. That's right. Uh, Fire Buds, a new animated adventure series, is coming to Disney Junior and Disney Plus next year. That's right. This is an animated comedy adventure, and it follows a team of young children who are the children of first responders- And, of course, they have talking vehicle sidekicks. (laughs) Uh, And they go on adventures together and they learn what it uh, is to be a hero. Very cute. So, cool news. Um, Comcast has hinted at holding on to Hulu. um, And the Peacock numbers are moving in the right direction. That's right. But you're saying Hulu's owned by Disney, isn't it? Well, as part of the 20th Century Fox deal, Disney got, I believe, a majority ownership, a 33% stake in... uh, in Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comcast, who also happens to be the parent of Universal uh, Parks, 
um, also has a 33% stake. So the deal was that they were going to um, pull out in 2024, Comcast was, out of Hulu, mm-hmm. and they were going to sell Disney their 33% stake at a cost of $27.5 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also some talk that after Disney acquired Fox, they would pull out earlier. Well, the president of Comcast uh, has said, we're going to hold on because Hulu's doing a great business. There's no need for us to pull out early. We'll go with this original date. Um there was talk of them pulling out early of Hulu because, of course, Disney, uh, I'm sorry, Universal, under the NBC banner, now has Peacock. Right. Which is where all of the NBC content goes, which right. is also owned by Comcast Universal. Uh, so eventually, you know, all of that stuff will move on to Peacock. And they're very happy with their Peacock numbers. It's not doing Disney Plus numbers by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but it is performing very strong for a, a streaming service. I like Peacock. Do you? Yeah, well, we've been watching some shows on there. We do. We have. We watched. Uh, you made me watch all of the John Wick movies. I know. Who knew I would like them? I know, right? Um, something I might not end up liking, although I have been looking forward to it coming, is the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you've checked out Rotten Tomatoes recently, uh, you might see that uh, Eternals has the lowest rated uh, is the lowest rated movie on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. On Rotten Tomatoes with a fresh rating of 63%. That is the lowest of all 26 Marvel films to date, ranking even lower than Thor The Dark World and The Incredible Hulk. Uh, the, the, the Hulk movie. I forget which one it was. Okay. But, uh, yeah, not doing well uh, at all in the first, uh, first look at it. Mm. It's a shame. Yeah. And reviews have started to trickle out because the, um, you know, uh, professionals have seen it for their reviews. Um, I'm not so worried because movies tend to uh, get bombed on these types of websites uh, until the actual public starts filling it out after they've seen it. So it'll probably rise, but it, it's not- It'll probably be an okay movie. Right. But it's not going to be spectacular. It's very tough because every time Marvel takes one of these kind of background groups or mm-hmm. he- set of heroes, I always think the movies are going to do poorly. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be horrendous. And it's like the best one. And it was funny. And it. it performed very well. Right. I thought Thor was going to do bad. Thor did well. I mean, you like Thor, but that's a whole different issue. <laughs> um, so who knows? You know, it's just, it's tough because I think you're bringing a team. There's a lot of members. There's a lot of Eternals. It's a lot of new characters to take in. So, you know, maybe it it won't resonate with people. Right. But we'll see it next Thursday night on board the Disney Magic. Well, as opposed to the way they did um, a lot of the other characters before they did like an Avengers thing where they had everybody together, they did a lot of individual movies. So you kind of got the background on a lot of them. Right. Whereas that's not what they've done with the Eternals. Although that's not what they did with... Guardians, uh, Guardians are, of the Galaxy. But so. Guardians is really only like five or six characters. Right. You know, the Eternals, there's what, eight of them, nine of them? Okay. Ten of I them? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think, I think there's ten of them. I'm not going to count real quick there. Um, the Holiday Tribute Store is returning to Universal Studios Florida, and guests can get their photo on Earl the Squirrel's Wall of Fame. I think Earl the Squirrel is one of my new favorite characters. He debuted last year at Universal. Um, as part of the Tribute Store, you can actually mail in a picture of yourself. They will create a caricature, um, and of course, this costs one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Um, and there are one hundred and twenty-five slots available on the Earl the Squirrel wall. Um, so, what you are is they make you up uh, in caricature form as an employee of Earl's Tree Farm. 
Uh, so you get to line the wall uh, as an employee. You have to explain this Earl the Squirrel thing a little bit better to me. It's a character only in Universal Studios, or it's a he was created for last character. year. He was created for Universal Studios just for last year's holiday celebration. Christmas or Christmas? Okay. They had the Earl the Squirrel, Earl the Squirrel cocoa bombs. They had Earl the Squirrel merchandise. And was it supposed to be he owned like a tree farm or something? Yes. Okay. All That's right. why everybody's in flannel. All right. And, it's making more uh, sense. Yeah. Thank you. So I kind of like Earl the Squirrel. Very good. Um, Universal Theme Parks has report has reported um, the most profitable profitable quarter in their history. In their history, no. that can't be right. At least since twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. It is definitely not in history. No. <laughs> uh, it is in in very recent history. In post COVID history. Yes. Um, CEO. Uh, I'm sorry. CFO Mike Cavanaugh said that they are encouraged by the continued recovery. But uh, they will not be getting back to exceed the uh, pre-pandemic levels uh, until they start to get more of an international flavor in. Um, and that is uh, going to start happening yeah, because coming. the United States is going to let foreigners in beginning November 8th of this year. As long as they're vaccinated. So, uh, that, uh, that's good news for the parks. Yep. Not good news for the crowds, but good news for the parks. Eh. So that's it. Okay. All right, everybody, have a good weekend. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.